This week in Nerdy News, this is LTNN. Amazon's big leap into the gaming industry, the online third-person shooter Crucible, is on its way out. Crucible had been in development since 2014 and launched on May 20th of this year. It was initially free to play and download, but offered a number of in-game purchases. And we all know how the gaming community feels about the freemium pricing model. Due to criticism, lukewarm reviews, and multiple server issues, a little over a month later, it was yanked from digital storefronts and returned to a closed beta state. The team that created the game largely blamed COVID lockdowns in Seattle for not allowing them to bring this game up to its full potential, given that the move from offices to working from home came with such short notice. Ever since Amazon acquired Twitch in 2014, it's been chasing its own stream-worthy game, but Crucible won't be it. Those who are still in the closed beta will be able to play until the game servers are closed on November 9th. Sega has plans to release more mini consoles than it's already announced in the near future, and the much-beloved Sega Dreamcast could be next. In an interview with Famitsu, as reported by Silicon Era, Sega creative producer Yosuke Okunari hinted that Sega is thinking about producing a Dreamcast mini device. Okunari said, I think for the next one, we may go with a concept close to the Mega Drive mini. If I have to say some names, it could be an SG-1000 mini or a Dreamcast mini. The Sega Dreamcast was Sega's last home console. Released on September 9, 1999, the Sega Dreamcast was critically acclaimed for its power, amazing library of games, and revolutionary concepts, including the rapid advancement for online play via console. However, due to the incredible launch of and reception to the PS2 at the time, the struggle to gain support from third-party studios pretty much caused Sega to bow out of gaming consoles altogether in 2001. A Dreamcast Mini could be a big win for retro gamers who long to play games they no longer have access to from that era. However, many notable franchises are still going today, such as the 2K series and the Marvel-themed games. Gaining the rights to add those popular franchises to the device might prove difficult. And at that point, is it worth it? And lastly, in a season that is seeing literally every regal cinema close up its doors, Disney is continuing to release its new movies on its streaming service. You may recall the first movie to be added was Onward, as lockdowns came in just as it was premiering. More recently, Mulan joined the service, though you had to pay $30 extra to watch it, and it wasn't worth it. The new Pixar film, Soul, which centers on a jazz musician voiced by Jamie Foxx, who passes before his time, but in the afterlife may find his true calling by celebrating the need for a soulful life was originally set to debut in theaters on november 20th but now instead will be premiering on disney plus on christmas day and yes it's a gift no 30 dollars paywall here it will be available to all subscribers That is going to do it for this week in Nerdy News. I've been Station Manager Matt, and this is LTNN.